sweet ones. Welcome to another mini Monday episode of the All That To Say podcast with me, your host, Elizabeth. On this podcast, we talk about the hard stuff. A, because I've been through a lot of it. B, because most of you have too. And C, because I really believe that we have a loving God who wants us to grow and find healing. Okay, a little trigger warning for today's episode as I'm going to be talking a little bit about addiction. Also, a reminder that I am not a therapist. I have my bachelor's degree in psychology and I've taken several coaching courses, including some on mental health. And I'm a lived expert in many hard topics, including living with addiction. But this episode, this podcast in general, is not your substitute for therapy. So if anything is stirred up today and you do not have a therapist, please find one. Today, we're talking about how I landed in a 12-step group. So I was doubled over on my counselor's couch, my head in my hands on the verge of hyperventilating, probably not for the first time. And I had just finished sharing yet another incident that had left me feeling completely undone when my counselor suggested, I really think you might want to try Al-Anon. I looked at him through tears and disdain and yelled these classic words for the hundredth time, but I'm not the one with the problem. Okay, fast forward a few weeks and I found myself walking into a church in the next town over and I sat down repeating just one silent prayer. Let me not know anyone. Let me not know anyone, please. I looked around feeling as uncomfortable in my skin in that room with those people that a person could feel. And then... I saw someone from my church. That's just perfect. I thought all my problems will now be out in the open. But just then my eyes caught a sign that said, what is said in this room stays in this room. And I hoped that that was true. So the leader began reading out of a notebook. She spoke of things that sounded utterly foreign to me, given my situation, that things weren't as hopeless as they once thought, that joy and contentment could be found, that there were solutions. She even had the gall to proclaim that the way we begin to heal is to go through the 12 steps of recovery ourselves. Inwardly, I screamed again, but I'm not the one with the problem. I was furious at my counselor for suggesting this ridiculous meeting. I was furious with the leader for saying those ridiculous words. And I was furious with the person in my life who really did have this ridiculous problem. Then the floor was ours. I knew that I was not going to be saying a word. In fact, I debated whether to bolt or if I could sit it out for the next hour. People began to share and I listened to their stories with part curiosity, part disgust. I'm sad to admit I'm one of you people. I asked myself, I don't think so. I thought a little too smugly. My counselor told me to expect to feel uncomfortable and to try the group out four times before making a decision. I'm not a quitter by nature. So I told myself I'd go back despite how much I never wanted to see that place or those people again. Week two and a shift started. I started noticing that when people shared, it wasn't necessarily about what the addicts in their lives were doing to ruin their lives, but how they were handling it, the good and the bad. And I heard myself say, 
under my breath with resignation. Oh crap. I'm one of you people. I came back. People welcomed me by name. They let me borrow their daily readers. They gave me a hug and plenty of knowing smiles. This time, time number three, the sharing struck a different chord with me. One man talked about losing his marriage to alcoholism and how he was trying to put his life back together and how he now saw all the things he had done wrong trying to manage this unmanageable disease. And with tears of relief, I sighed to myself, oh, I'm one of you people. And I realized that maybe I did have a problem and that perhaps I was addicted to something or more to the point, someone and to trying to fix that someone. And I had a sense that everything was about to change and that I was home. Now, one of Al-Anon's main tenets is that we are a group that is not shared through promotion, but attraction. You don't walk up to people and say, you've got to come to Al-Anon with me. However, I truly wish that every person on this planet would go through the 12 steps. I've said this before. I'll say it again. Whether they think they need them or not, there is so much goodness and richness in the tradition, in the steps, in the process. So I thought that I would take some time sharing about each one of the steps and some of the slogans over the weeks and months to come in an effort to help and offer encouragement and strength and hope, as they say in Al-Anon. So I would also say that there are other groups out there. Another that I can think of is Celebrate Recovery. Um, there's Divorce Care. There's so many groups for so many things. And I will post a link in the show notes for where you can find a local Al-Anon group, a local Celebrate Recovery group, a local Divorce Care group, um, and a local AA group too. And if you have any questions that you might like me to tackle on this topic, you can message me through the podcast. And as always, you can share this episode, subscribe to it, and even rate it if you like it, which would mean so much to me. So sweet ones, all that to say, in the middle of your pain or codependency or addiction or your desperate desire to feel better or for help in a troubled relationship, you are the unconditionally beloved daughter of God, and he is so delighted with you, and he knows how tired you are, and he knows how confused you are, and he knows how hard you've been trying. You came into this world and you start each day already completely loved with no other loves to beg for. And honey, you've got nothing to prove to anyone. Till next time, so, so much love. Mm -hmm.